Uh, James Flippin is back, and you told me about Trump speaking out big and bold before this, and I think they're trying to gag him. They're trying to make him not be able to say anything. Can't even say anything about the judge's uh, staff, even if the girl is dating Chuck Schumer. That's very strange. Yeah, and I know we saw that yesterday where there was a judge that issued a gag order regarding the January 6th case. But, yeah, there have been some restrictions placed on comments with this civil fraud trial as well. Well, if he can't say, I will, the prosecutor is a total freak show. His name is Jack Smith. Very odd name, oh, by the way, right? It's like suspiciously generic. Generic, yeah. Suspiciously so. And you didn't seem to like his purple smock or whatever it was. That what he was the hell in. was that thing? Is he American? Sure. What, what, what is this? The You know, it's like that court from Superman on the planet Krypton. Yeah, right. Remember? Mm-hmm. So he's totally. He looks kind of like one of those three guys in that original Christopher Reeves one, actually. And, and you know what? We don't get our questions. You're right. He looks like Zell. Zod, or General Zod, yeah. Right. Uh, all right. But what's this? Uh, oh, okay. So, yeah. So Trump uh, made some comments before heading into the courtroom today here in Manhattan. And one of them concerns his South Florida home, Mar-a-Lago, because, you know, in essence, it's almost like a question of valuation and and real estate market appraisal, whatever this building is worth. I've been to Mar-a-Lago. The place is a palace. It's not really a home. It's a club. It's a country club. It's huge. He has an apartment there, essentially, but it's got a beach. It's got, like, thousands of members. It is a – it's almost like an amusement park. I mean, it's big and beautiful. So – the idea is he goes he takes us through this, right? Yeah, New York State prosecutors argue it's worth about eighteen million and Trump doesn't agree with that when he made his comments, he made that clear. Letitia James said she shouldn't be allowed to be attorney general. She's defrauded the public with this trial. She said that Mar a Lago, she convinced the judge that Mar a Lago was worth in Poppy, Florida, the most expensive land in the world, I guess. That and the most expensive houses definitely in the world in Mar a Lago, the biggest House, the most spectacular place in all of Florida, was worth $18 million, when it's worth approximately, could be close to 100 times that amount. And based on that testimony, and based on her convincing the judge that Mar-a-Lago was worth $18 million, instead of a billion to a billion five, which would sell very easily, which we've already proven, but we'll have people come up and say that and prove it, the most important people, the brokers that make the sales. Yeah, the sound quality isn't so right, but, you know, he is right. He makes up a very good point about Letitia James and defrauding the uh, the people, that you're using uh, state officials, state employees to come up with this junk lawsuit to waste everybody's time. Uh, now, it's just, it's a crime. That in and of itself is a crime. And I think she should be disbarred at the very least. Yeah, I mean, anybody who has a background in real estate or even has ever owned a piece of property knows that there's a difference between how the state assesses the value of something for taxable purposes and then whatever the free market is willing to pay. They're sta- they should stay the hell out of it. This is not the province, not the area. These are private uh, transactions between private parties, and the private parties are not alleging anything. You know what I mean? Like, you got the cops showing up. When no one's called the cops, and there's no crime, no like no one's no no no. Anyway, it's it's amazing that he survives the way he does. He survives and thrives. They have changed laws. They have changed. You know that silly lawsuit from that crazy whack job. What was her name again? Um, the one who said she was sexually assaulted. She is insane. Oh, the writer for E. Jean Carroll, mm-hmm. the one who. Uh, I mean, she's a bit of a pervert, quite frankly. I hate to use that word. I don't like the word pervert, but I think it applies to her. You know, that's when you are 
like sexually minded, gross all the time, making gross comments. And she does that. Read anything she's ever said. She's the one who told Anderson Cooper that rape is sexy, right? Yeah, that's this an is odd a per- piece of audio. Perverted mind. Mm-hmm. This is uh, there's nothing sexy about it. This is uh, an assault. It is the wor- one of the worst kinds of crimes. They changed the law. They literally changed the law so she could file that lawsuit because it happened in the 90s. How the hell do you defend yourself against something, an allegation from 1996? How do you, how do you do that? What if you have an alibi? You know what I mean? You can you can't. Nobody can recreate. There's a statute of limitations for a reason. Well, they also didn't specify when exactly it happened, so I don't know how you could possibly try to come up with an alibi. Yeah, late 96, early 97. <laughs> I mean, you know, just. So what's but it's amazing that he gets stronger and stronger and stronger. They say he can't talk about the judge's staff. They say he can't talk about the prosecutor. This is still America. You're actually allowed the judicial branch is are they special somehow? Cuz I can make fun of congressmen all day long. I can make fun of uh they make fun of Joe Biden or, or Donald Trump all day long, right? The argument seems to be that it's going to negatively influence justice if he speaks out like that. Now, what about it negatively influencing justice when you have 24-7 cable news networks, including Fox, bad-mouthing Trump, calling him a threat to democracy, uh, calling him uh, you know, d- d- deranged, calling him a, uh, a madman, all the things they say about Trump all the time? I could say that's a threat. Maybe they, they should all shut up. They're actually trying to say that it's going to be prejudicial to the jury. Well, give me a break. You know, the jury's hearing the other stuff all day long. Why can't they hear from him, the defendant? They're trying to shut him. It's it's a crime what they're doing. Total crime. What's the latest in the, uh, do we have a speaker or no? House speaker vote appears to head to second ballot. Mm. So I guess they're negotiating behind the scenes. I'm still curious about who my congressman is. I really am. I should actually probably do some research on your behalf and figure this out for you. But yeah. I knew who it was back in the day, a guy named John Weidler, W-Y-D-L-E-R, from uh, Long Island's uh, Garden City. You ever meet him? No, but I went to school with uh, one of his daughters, one of the most beautiful women who ever lived. I mean, goodness gracious, shockingly beautiful. And in, in eighth grade, I was like, <laughs> I just like, I was mesmerized, mesmerized. Liz Weidler was her name. And she's still out and about. She married some guy and ha- very happy and uh, um, and a bunch of kids and all that stuff. But her father was the congressman. This was like aristocracy. You know what I mean? Aristocracy. Um, what else? Who was your first? Uh, you have a crush uh, in high school? Yeah. Well, high school, even further than back than that, I guess. I mean, talk about like middle school, really. Probably, right? I mean, was, was it? Was it? I guess it was. Was it? Was it straight or gay? Um, it was actually straight. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to disappoint you. I could tell from your face that that's not. No, as, uh... I mean, I'm, I'm wondering. You were conflicted. How do you know? I mean, let me ask you this. That This 13 year old who uh, writes a letter to Joe Biden. Let's see here. Uh, uh, cut 20. Cut 20. Nearly every day I get letters literally from children and parents terrified by what they're what's happening all across America. A 13 year old transgender child wrote to me, said, I hate looking at the news, not because I'm a teenager and it's boring, but because it's painful. I hear adults much older than me debate about my existence when they don't even know me. This is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Uh, Now, I take it you were a little bit conflicted about what was going on in terms of your orientation when you were a kid. Would you ever in a million years have written the president about your situation? (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Dear President Clinton, 
I am wondering whether I like, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, right? And did you feel so? Um, don't right. you think a lot of the time? I mean, again, I don't know for sure. I can't verify that independently. But don't you think those video, those letters and stuff like that is made up most of the time? Probably, although they do have an office of presidential correspondence. People do write the president. And um, Obama had this thing. Every other day, I want you to bring me a letter. And they carefully select it, and it's all political. I mean, look, it's a big country, 300 million people. I mean, you'd imagine all kinds of kooks. Yeah. And people masquerading, people pretending that they're 13 years old. I hear that happens on the Internet a lot, right? You hear about people getting arrested, pretending they're a 13-year-old and trying to talk to other 13-year-olds, real 13-year-olds. and Yeah. Then, and then, you know, that's... there's actually a scary story in the news right now about some guy from Delaware who met some young girl online playing like online video games and then kidnapped her, took her to Delaware, New Jersey to Delaware. So the guy got arrested and the girl's, you know, safe now. But you got to watch out for that stuff online. Um, wow. Really abducted her. Yeah. Ro- Roblox, which I think is like an, one of those metaverse games they were playing, I guess, on that. And. Uh, somehow, they, you know, he arranged to, to meet her and he, he took her back to his house in Delaware. But now they got her back. I am uh, I am going to get a flip phone or something like that. I don't want to know about the metaverse. I don't want to know about I, I'm sick of Instagram. James, back to you for a second. Um, there are people in the LGBTQ community who are trying to re-engineer society in a very negative way to make it all about sexuality all the time, not make it about humanity to make. I hear at Disney, they're all upset. Uh, some of the people who work there. They're all upset because the movies, they may have a gay character, but they don't want the character to be on the periphery. They want the character to be, you know, front and center. And it should be about the gay character and the gay character's ups and downs and struggles, right? I don't think that's right. I do think the default setting, quite frankly, should be straight. The default setting for entertainment, especially children's entertainment, it should be straight. I don't think that's radical. I don't think that is. Imagine that, right? That that's actually an edgy opinion to hold right now. Can you believe that? I mean, you're a perfect guy to ask because you're so reasonable and level-headed. You happen to be gay. Uh, you, you know, you're 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 not you're you're kind of a millennial, mm-hmm. right? How old are you? Born in eighty-five. Yeah, thirty-eight. So, so you're a millennial, and um, so I think the default thing should be straight. Yeah, you agree. Well, I think so, because generally speaking, the way I believe as though LGBTQ relationships are, you know, represented in the media, it's not really a traditional thing. Like, in other words, exactly what you said, it's about someone who's exploring their sexuality or isn't sure about their sexuality or it's predicated on sexuality. So most of the time, I would think in like children's movies and stories, you're talking about the family you know, parents raising their kids, giving lessons, all that kind of thing. It's not going to be about sex. 